This is the Not Your Average Brand Podcast. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, let's talk about investing. Um, I personally love talking about investments and creeping on what other people's investments are. I feel like podcast episodes like these always give me a really good sense of like, okay, Kira, are you on the right track? What are others in this space signing up for, etc. Um, so today I wanted to take you guys through which investments I made this year, which were worth it, etc. Which ones I plan on making for 2023 is actually going to be in a separate one because I think this one's going to be a little too long. But let's go ahead and dive in. So before I decide what my investments are going to even be for the year, I always make a list of my income goals and what services I need in order to hit those goals. So I talk about this in my new digital product, The Profit Tracker, where I walk you through how I forecast my year and then use it to create my marketing strategy. So For example, if my goal is to hit 20K months, then I know based on my prices and my profit margins, what services I need to sell and how many clients it is that I need to book in order to be able to hit that income goal. So when I do this exercise for myself at the top of 2022, my main focus at the time was going to be my marketing VIP day, which was my high ticket offer at the time. I've since changed that VIP day into becoming the CEO, which is now my three-month consulting container, as opposed to my three-hour VIP day. So when I was looking for someone at the top of 2022 to figure out how to better market and better sell this VIP day, I knew that I wanted to work with someone who um, specialized in high ticket sales. And what better person than to work with other than the queen herself, Jessica Seeley. Um, I hired Jess in January of 2022, and we worked together one-on-one for three months. Uh, and it really focused around selling my VIP day. And of course, she helped me with a lot of other things, um, but it was really focused on trying to sell that service. She also helped me with all the other services that it is that I had in my agency at the time. So it was overall a really incredible experience. I was incredibly honored to be able to work with her. I loved working with her. Um, And through that process, I actually realized when I was working with Jess, how like unhappy I was with my website. Um, I had a terrible like experience with my previous web designer, and I didn't really get the look that I was hoping for. Um, And it was just overall just like a big eyesore for me and something that was causing like a lot of like mental drama. So I decided that I wanted to, I wouldn't necessarily call it a rebrand, although now that I'm actually thinking about it, it kind of was one. Um, Because even though my name stayed the same, I still did new logos, still did new typography, new colors, the whole nine. Um, But in March, I decided to really go all in on the website. So I I hired Jessica in January and we kind of wrapped up 
towards the end of March last April. And then that was also around the same time that I decided to work with um, Kiera from Identity Haas on relaunching my website. So like I mentioned, we got a new website, new logo, new typography. Everything turned out phenomenal. My website is truly a work of art and I couldn't be like more proud of it. Um, I also hired a copywriter. Her name is Jen from Joyco. And she did all of the website copy for my relaunch. So at this point, which is like around like March, April-ish, I've spent roughly 19000 between coaching and a website launch. Okay, moving on to April through July. So I didn't really make any investments during that time frame, mainly because I was so focused on hiring and expanding into an agency. So while I was named KLC The Studio, I still was kind of operating as a party of one slash maybe two on a good day. And so I really needed support for a lot of the done-for-you services that it is that I was selling. Um, I was looking to really go after my done-for-you media management services. I still was thoroughly enthralled in my nine-to-five corporate job, and I knew I really needed a team to help me pull it off. So April through July was like an insane hiring season for me. And honestly, that in and of itself was an investment because when I hired people, I actually would pay for samples of their work to see if they would be a good fit or not. And I actually hired pretty much almost all of the people that it is that I interviewed, I actually hired them for my business first, saw how it is that they operated, if they were a good fit, and then I would pass them off to some of my clients if I felt like it was a good match. So that started to add up between all the designers I was interviewing, the copywriters I was interviewing, and like so on and so forth. So it kind of got a little pricey. So I would say April through July, that was like my primary investment. The only other thing that I purchased through that time frame were contracts because like I said, I had expanded into an agency and needed contracts for all of my contractors. So I definitely spent quite a few pennies on setting up the legal side of things. I buy all my contracts from Chandler J. I will leave all of her details in the show notes. I swear by her contracts. They're totally worth it. I think you should always be legally protected. I've purchased so many contract templates in the past, and honestly, none of them are really as easy to update or are as thorough as Chandler's are. So they are definitely my go-to. Okay, that puts us through half of the year. Um, Moving on to the back half of the year, August and September was a breezy month for me. I really didn't make any investments during that time frame. Um, In October, I actually decided to make two. So one... I hired a bookkeeping company and two, I invested in Kirsten Rodan's million dollar email program. Um, I've been wanting to sell more through email. I love email. I love writing emails. I love reading them. So I really wanted to perfect that skill and decided to invest in her group coaching program. It came highly recommended from some of my favorites and Honestly, so far, things have really been amazing. I've only been in the program for roughly two weeks, but so far it's been absolutely phenomenal. So to recap so far, I have invested in a coach at the top of the year. I also did an entire website launch with a designer and a copywriter. I hired a team of copywriters, or sorry, I hired a team of contractors for the agency. 
hired a bookkeeping company to manage my books and taxes, and I also invested in this email strategy course. So total yearly investment for all of these things was roughly $24,000, give or take. And now I'm going to tell you which ones were worth it and which ones were not. (laughs) Okay, first is coaching. Coaching is always 100% worth it to me. I absolutely loved working with Jessica. I just wish that on my personal end, this has nothing to do with her, that I had have known that the VIP day was actually not the right fit for my audience. Um, My audience really needs like long-term support just because of where it is that they're at in their entrepreneurial journey. They struggle with the strategy and also the implementation. So I wish on my end that when I worked with Jess that I had already changed the VIP day into becoming the CEO instead of trying to sell and focus on the VIP day. So I just wish that I had have made a shift in the service prior to working with her, but working with her was phenomenal. The VIP day did sell while I was working with her. Her tips and things that it is that she taught me still applies to the stuff that it is that I do today. I just wish that I feel like I would have maximized my investment more if I had already had the service that it is that I have now, as opposed to trying to keep up with the VIP day. So that's kind of my own change there. Um, Website launch with a designer and copywriter, 10 out of 10 recommend. I love my website. I feel like it's super reflective of who it is that I am as a business owner and the type of clients that it is that I wanna work with. I think copy, my copywriters were phenomenal. I've worked with Jen from Joyco and Jamila from Storyteller Studios ever since the initial launch in March. And both of them are great, amazing, phenomenal. I don't have a bad word to say about either one of them. I just feel like personally copy is something that's really like a revolving door. And so, and it's also something that's really hard for other people to do entirely for you. Like, I think I always find myself still tweaking something on my own end of like, oh, I wanted to have, it just always feels strange to just have someone write for you. So I don't regret hiring a copywriter. At the time, I really needed one. It wasn't something that it is that I could focus on. Like I said, I was working full time. So trying to figure out how to navigate copy with a website launch and clients and all that stuff while still working on nine to five just would have been too chaotic. So I 100% recommend in terms of like time, efficiency, all of that kind of stuff. I just think copy is something that is just like a revolving door of updating And it can get really pricey if every single time you have like a new idea or something like that, or you change the business in some type of direction and you're like, okay, now I got to hire another copywriter again. So you just have to be mindful of that because it can, it can kind of add up. I know Jamila actually has a retainer service, which is what it is that I did with her. And, um, she works with you for, I think it's like 50 hours And um, you get 50 hours of her time when you book that service. So if you feel like you want a copywriter on standby, she definitely would be a great person to work with. Let's talk about hiring contractors for the agency. Was it worth it? Was it not worth it? It was very expensive process for me. But at the same time, just like I said before, where it is that I was at in my life, I relied really heavily on my team just because I was working full time. So I needed to have these contractors there because I couldn't dedicate the time that it is that I have now. I would definitely say that it, you know, it was worth it. And I also think the way that it is that I did it was also worth it. I don't regret paying people for their time. I think that people get real funny style when, um, 
when you know you try to like ask for a sample of their work and you don't want to pay them. So I was always very clear up front that like these are what my these are what my expectations are and then I will compensate you even if I was just interviewing someone. Like I would whittle it down to like the top 3 people and then I would pay all those people. And then not only would I pay them for the sample, but then I would also have them work in my business on my stuff first. And all of that stuff cost me money. It was worth it on the back end because I got some great contractors who I still work with to this day, but it was an expensive process. So if anyone out there has a more efficient way of doing it, I, you know, I would be all ears. Um, I'm not opposed to like hiring contractors for an agency or for whatever it is that you're trying to do. I definitely recommend it. Okay. Um, bookkeeping company, I have just started with them, so I'm not actually sure how that's going to go, but I have, I have heard nothing but great things about the bookkeeping company. I will list it in the show notes below. I recommend this primarily just because like having your books organized and set is like, that's just needed, (laughs) like period. Um, but it really is needed because like I said, this year I shifted from side hustling to full time and my money just needs to be managed more closely than it was before. Like the Excel and the documents that I was using before when I was side hustling are just not going to cut it anymore. So I knew that I needed something professional. Um, Me and my husband, we also just bought a house and this bookkeeper is also going to be doing our taxes for both my business and my personal. So I just needed a legitimate place to have everything professionally managed. Um, The email strategy course, like I mentioned, it's good so far. The reason why I think it was a critical investment for me is because email is going to be a huge, massive part of my marketing strategy. Um, Email along with podcasting and blogging are really going to blow up for me. So I invested in it because of the overall direction of my business. Whatever your direction for your marketing strategy is for next for next year or for this year or whatever, then I think that that's where your focus should be. For me, that was email, um, now podcasting as you're listening. Um, So those two things, those three things, email, podcasting, and blogging are going to be huge. And so I wanted to make the investment in those things. Um, And yeah, I think that's it. Those are all the investments of 2022. I'm going to be back with another episode to talk about all the ones I'm making in 2023 and why. Uh, But until then, y'all, I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. (laughs) 